I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Nat Tablante. He is Extension Poultry Veterinarian at the Virginia Maryland College of Veterinary Medicine. Thanks so much for joining us, Nat. Thank you for having me. I'm glad yeah. to be here as always. Now, this is a first on Poultry Health Today. We're going to be talking about urban chickens. You actually presented a poster yes. at the American Association of Avian Pathologists about urban chickens. But to get everybody on the same page, I've heard about backyard chickens define urban chickens? Well, they're essentially the same. They're still backyard considering the fact that they're a small number of chickens, but this time they're housed in an urban setting or city or locality. That is not a rural area, which is the traditional place where you actually raise chickens. It's not a farm. It's a city dwelling. And, and so where would these chicken coops be located? Are they up on, on rooftops of apartment buildings? It depends where the uh, government of that locality uh, tells them where they should be located, whether it's on a porch of a house or apartment, if that's allowed, or on a rooftop, as long as there is a comfortable place where they can be housed. So that would be uh, where they would normally raise them. And that brings us back to your poster. The title of your poster was Chickens in Urban Areas, What Legislators Need to Know. Why is it so important for lawmakers to understand urban chickens? Well, because in the first place, they are the ones who will make or break this. Uh, even if you, as a poultry enthusiast or a city dweller, would like to raise chickens for either fun, as a hobby, for food, because you'd like to just not buy from the grocery store and raise your eggs on your own through raising laying hens, you still have to go to go through an approval process and that's usually through your city or local government uh, or housing association, homeowners association for that matter. So they, you need their approval. Um, that's why legislators need to know facts about raising chickens because they're the ones who are going to say, well, do chickens do this or that? Well, of course, they generate waste. And if it's roosters, they make a lot of noise. That's why many of these city governments don't allow roosters. And what are some other things that they need to understand about urban chickens? Because uh, obviously chickens get sick, mm -hmm. and, and I would think that urban chickens would be open to uh, other types of infections that we might see on commercial farms. Right. That's why both uh, poultry growers or city dwellers and legislators need to know and understand how chickens are raised. Well, they need good food. Uh, good housing, a lot of water, tender loving care, <laughs> so to speak, and protection from disease. So if there are vaccines available for them, then they have to be vaccinated against Merrick's disease, for example. Uh, a lot of safety precautions. We are dealing here not just with poultry health issues, but also public health issues. And I mentioned that in my poster because uh, chickens carry salmonella. Not all salmonellas are, of course, pathogenic or infectious to people. But at the same time, if people do not take the necessary precautions in terms of hand washing, basic hygiene and sanitation, then they can get sick from salmonella. In the same way, if they do not take care of biosecurity, hygiene and sanitation, and keep everything clean, then their chickens might get sick. So there's poultry health concerns and human health concerns. Now, when I think of urban birds, the first species that comes to mind is a pigeon. And of course, people have been raising pigeons on rooftops and in right, cities right. for years. And of course, pigeons do a pretty good job of populating the cities themselves. Mm -hmm. Pigeons and chickens, it doesn't sound like a good combination to me, at least from a 
disease transmission standpoint. That's why you need to provide adequate protection for your domestic birds if you are allowed to raise chickens. Make sure they are protected through a wire netting, for example, or a roof, uh, from not only from the elements, but also from these wild birds that may potentially carry uh, diseases like avian influenza. And then, of course, you get into things like red-tailed hawks and falcons. Yeah, That's a whole other issue. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So it's, you're dealing with a host of risks here, predators, uh, diseases, or other birds that may carry diseases. So there's, there's plenty of risk, but at the same time, opportunities if you want to go the positive way. Now, this is a long way from commercial agriculture, but I would have to think that just knowing how avian diseases can be transmitted, that commercial poultry producers might be concerned about urban chickens. Should they be? I, I don't really think so. The risks are probably so minimal uh, because if you live in the city, you're really too far away from commercial poultry operations. These poultry, poultry operations are located so far away uh, in large tracts of land, far away, usually in rural agricultural areas anyway. So there's really not much of a risk I'm concerned about there. People who are raising chickens in an urban environment, where can they turn to get the right information for managing these birds in a safe way that also uh, provides good welfare and good health? Yes, their number one source of information is, of course, if I may plug this in, the Cooperative Extension Service of, of Land Grant Universities. The University of Maryland, which has a joint program with Virginia Tech through our joint college of veterinary medicine, we both have uh, cooperative extension service uh, agents who are so willing and able to provide these types of information. I, in particular, being a poultry extension vet, I do that all the time, uh, not only in terms of providing information on poultry health and poultry diseases, but also on public health concerns. So is this urban chicken movement a, a good thing in your mind? I'm not going to say it's either good or bad. It all depends on who you're talking to. There are advantages and disadvantages and risks and as well as rewards. The thing is to know what you're doing. Uh, the uh, main concern I have is some people don't know what they're getting into. Number one, uh, they think it's, it's a good hobby. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to raise my own chicken so they can lay their own eggs and we have breakfast every day. We don't have to go to the grocery store. Well, at the same time, well, are you giving them proper nutrition and care and medication if they need to have some type of uh, medication or something to supplement their diet? Where are you going to get this? Uh, especially in this day and age where there's a, another issue with antibiotic use which where you can no longer buy these medically important you know, human antibiotics over the counter in a feed store. So these concerns are also being covered by Cooperative Extension, by the way. Uh, we, we provide that information to, to uh, people who are interested in uh, raising their own chickens in cities. What are you telling lawmakers? What, what advice are you passing on to them? Well, to just stick to the science of it. Let, get the facts straight. These are the facts about chickens, okay? How they are supposed to be raised. What are their nutritional requirements? What diseases are they prone to? Uh, how can people uh, get this type of information about how to raise them, number one, and what diseases they have to watch out for? 
As far as poultry diseases, the most common ones I've encountered in my years as a poultry veterinarian is mycoplasma, one, number one. Not, not really a, a major public health concern. Salmonella is more of the public health concern. But mycoplasma is so common in backyard poultry, uh, and that will happen too in, in urban uh, chickens because the source of that chicken is usually, mm, it's a mixed bag. Uh, if they go to uh, a national poultry improvement plan uh, dealer or seller of these uh, chickens, they're better off because at least those birds would have been tested for salmonella and even even influenza but if you just go to an outside source where you don't know where these birds came from like a trade show that is no guarantee that these chickens are not harboring any of these dangerous diseases